welcome to Fashion Hub Singapore, a tool for fashion entrepreneurs in Southeast Asia and beyond. My name is Anissa Johnny. I'm a senior lecturer in fashion marketing and management at Raffles College of Higher Education in Singapore. I've worked in the fashion industry for over 15 years, from my first job after graduation, training with Marks and Spencers, to running my own label in the UK, and finally consulting for brands like Topshop. I'm now a senior lecturer. Teaching actually came about serendipitously when I moved to Singapore. But now I found myself absolutely loving this career and really enjoy passing on my knowledge to students. Today, I'm passionate about helping fashion entrepreneurs reach their goals. So each episode covers a useful topic for new startups or fashionpreneurs looking to grow their fashion brand. Today's podcast is seven questions an entrepreneur should ask before starting a fashion business. It sounds crazy, but I want you to stop for a moment. This is the most important thing you'll do. Pause. Park the dream aside and ask yourself the following questions. These questions are fundamental and will help you think about why you want to start a business and save you heartache in the long run. The first question, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Motivation is a funny thing. Sometimes you know exactly why you're doing something. Whilst at other times, your real motivations are hidden deep within. I know I'm going off the tangent and I sound like I'm talking about mumbo jumbo, but it's so important. I'm saying all this also because of being in the industry so long, I come across um, entrepreneurs who have really unrealistic expectations. Some are looking for glamour and some are thinking that grass is greener. They have no idea. And often I find myself in meetings thinking, oh my God, you have no idea. So are you trying to escape something or prove something to others? Some people are attracted to the fashion industry because it looks so glamorous from the outside. Over the years, friends have made sweeping generalizations about fashion. But now I think, because of the internet maybe and some of the scandals that have gone on, it showed the industry with its flaws and what it's really about. But I do believe if you're thinking that fashion is really glamorous, understand it's like any other business. It's 99% hard work and 1% glamour. I love telling my students that, and I'm sure they roll their eyes. But it's true. I look back so many years ago when I dreamt of being in fashion. I ended up being a buyer for Marks and Spencers. I thought it would be swanning off to fashion capitals, flicking through Vogue, going to fashion shows. But the reality was it was a very admin-heavy role with an attention to detail. Thankfully, Marks & Spencer was very invested in a lot of technology, so we weren't doing number crunching. But a lot of buying offices still do number crunching today, especially if you're merchandising. But either way, I was doing more admin for range planning more than anything else on a daily basis. I was doing a lot of researching my competitors, preparing reports for senior managers. Now and again, we did travel to fabric shows, and sometimes we got tickets for London Fashion Week, but that was not a daily occurrence. Even when I ran my own brand and I was wholesaling to boutiques in London and Europe, there were some fun trips to see customers in Paris or Barcelona or wherever. But my life was business, strategy and hard work. The nitty gritty of designing new ranges or product development for clients. It meant visiting factories in China. Those factories are usually in the middle of nowhere and they're not glamorous. It meant setting up trade shows at 6am. Maybe those trade shows were over the weekend. That meant working long shifts. And as I said, most of those trade shows were over the weekend, which took you away from friends and family. Stock taking usually goes on late at night as well after the stores closed. 
So you're working when friends are having fun. So go into fashion with your eyes open. And remember, it's 1% glamour and 99% hard graft. So again, sit down, take the time to think, why am I doing this? Question number two, do I have the passion and skills and expertise to get started? Again, another really important question. I'm not saying you have to be formally trained, but these days a direct-to-consumer brand, which means you have your website and you sell directly to your consumer, you don't go through third party, you need so many skills. You need to understand how to set up a website, you need to understand digital marketing to drive traffic to your website. Then you need to understand data analytics, which is looking at all that traffic. And you need to understand how you're going to convert sales online. So that's a lot of research. And it can be done and it can be learned. But don't think you're going to set up your website and sales will come flooding in. These days, your whole life is content creation, isn't it? Social media marketing, creating videos, copywriting, reading spreadsheets and understanding financial forecasts is critical. Even if you don't write them yourself, maybe you've got an accountant that you're paying, you need to be able to read those forecasts as well. I personally have found lots of flaws in our accountant's work before in the past because I was able to quickly say, hey, what's that? And question. So not knowing all those things should not put you off, but assess what skills you need to run your business. Take some time over over this. It might let you realize you need a business partner or maybe a freelancer or maybe an employee to fill this gap. Um, often fashion entrepreneurs have a partner who's really great at the finance side and they work together on the business. So do take time on this. It's really important. If you're stuck because it's kind of hard to find some of this online, do get in touch and I'm happy to take you through a kind of service design document which I've created over the years. Question number three, would I be better off working for a fashion brand to learn the ropes before diving to create a new brand? So most successful fashion entrepreneurs have done this. They work for other businesses before launching their own. Carl Lagerfeld, YSL, Tom Ford, Alexander McQueen even. He trained in several row, but he worked for many other luxury brands before launching his own brand. Question number four. Do I have the finances, time and energy? Any business will take up a lot of your time. So especially at the beginning, fashion is no different. Do you have the full support of your partner or those you're responsible for? Do you have kids? How much time will this business take you away from your other responsibilities? The next um, thing that is important is the resources. So it's not just about uh, time and energy, but it's also the finances. How much money have you put aside to set up this business? Is it realistic? Fashion business can be anything from nothing. If you're making things from waste and you're able to sell it, I don't know, through Carousel or, e- or eBay for that matter, to $5,000 or $10,000 to $50,000. It really depends on the type of business. So sit and think, is this realistic for the type of business I want to start? And I'm all about the hustle. So definitely if you're working full-time and you want to start a side hustle, do. But think, am I willing to give up my time? How much time will this take away from my other responsibilities? Am I willing to forego other things? Question number five. Most importantly, you'll hear me say this in many podcasts. Do you have a great idea for a product or service? Is it innovative or does it serve the market in a new way if it's an existing product or service? When I say serve the market, I mean we're not doing things for ourselves. Be very aware fashion entrepreneurs can 
start businesses for themselves. I've been guilty of it. But you've got to think about benefiting the customer, solving their problem. So if you're going to be successful or have any chance of success, you've got to solve a problem for a big enough group of customers so they can pay you. It's women who can't find uh, shoes in their size. Men who are not standard size and they need clothes tailored to their body size. Think about what you're doing in terms of benefiting the consumer. Whatever is your idea, think about the consumer. Question number six. Is this the right time to launch a business? Timing is also critical. So the business I started in the 90s, I couldn't start again today because the market has changed. So is this the right time for the economy? Are you leveraging a train that will continue for a while? Not a fad that will fade in a few months. Is there some longevity in this? Also, is this the right time in terms of for you personally? So think of question one to five. Finally, question number seven. Do I have the right character to run my fashion brand? Entrepreneurship is tough. And as I said, fashion is no different. There are some traits which will really help you enjoy the entrepreneurship ride. So here's some of those traits. Entrepreneurs can deal with uncertainty. You're the master of your own ship. You wake up every morning and you say where you want to take your business. Some people love that, others hate it. If you can't deal with uncertainty, maybe it's not for you. Or maybe you need a business partner who's good at that. I personally love being the master of my own ship because I don't like people telling me what to do. So I'm a natural born entrepreneur, I think, although I do work for an organization now. So dealing with uncertainty is critical. Can you take calculated risks? People think entrepreneurs are just big risk takers. You know, they roll the dice and willing to throw it all away. It's not true. Entrepreneurs are great at researching and understanding. Could this work? And at some point in your entrepreneurship journey, you will have to take a risk. So you need to get into that groove. Are you a problem solver? I think this is probably the most important. Every day you'll come across problems, which you'll have to solve for yourself, for employees, the business. And there will be all different types of um, problems. Could be something technical, IT related, customer related, something to do with soft skills within an organization. You're always problem solving. And then networking, also really important in fashion. Do you know all the right people with the right skills? So fashion photographers, stylists, makeup artists, models. You know, do you know the buyers, the retail landscape, the owner of the boutiques? Do you know lots of people who spread the word for you? So entrepreneurs who are really well networked in terms of friendship living is great because your friends will tell their friends if you have a great product. So if you've answered yes to all these questions and you want to start your business, then go for it. If you've said no to most of them, I really urge you to think again before starting a fashion business. But either way, and if you're sort of thinking, I'm still unsure, listen to the three simple steps to creating a fashion brand. That's a podcast that I've done recently. You can also go looking on that on the net or go to my website. Essentially, I tell you a lot of what I've been talking about in these podcasts, but in more detail. So there's lots of articles that you can read. You can also contact me for a no obligation chat. My website is www.anisajohnny.com. That's Anisa, A-N-I-S for Singapore, A for America, J-O-H, double N for November, Y.com. So that's it for today. And it's my, becoming my habit to sign off. Stay fashionable and stay sustainable. Mm-hmm.